I just had the pleasure of being interviewed by Cordelia in the Free to Be podcast. And it was such an open-hearted and friendly conversation. We met 26 minutes ago, and I feel like I just had a really amazing conversation with somebody who's just really free with allowing me to be who I am and showing up in my wholeness. And I think that that's really inspiring. So thank you for your time and your artfulness. Welcome. Hi, my name is Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the ultimate joy goddess. I help you to create sustainable practices of self-nurturing to discover your ultimate joy through workshops, retreats, coaching, my books, this podcast, and speaking engagements to co-create your sacred experience. What does that feel like? For mind alignment. For your yoni, more movement throughout your day. For your stomach, the best nutrition to nourish your body. For your heart, acknowledging your emotions. For your brain, more sleep. Work with me so that you can be replenished. Are you aligned in your four minds? Be free with replenishment. Thanks for taking me on. You're welcome. Let us begin. Welcome to the Free to Be show, Ash. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. It's lovely to see you. Yeah. So tell me, how do you um, help people to be free to welcome their muse back? Hmm. So I run a school called the Story Breath School. And inside of that space is a monthly workshop that's free. It's called the Seaweed Summons. And there we just dive into a very specific aspect of communication through writing. So it can be communication with ourselves, with our mythopoetic identities. It can be communication with somebody else. It can be poetry focused or fiction focused, but we focus on not getting it right, but getting it real being mm. honest with what's coming up. And then kind of the next part of that journey for a lot of people is enrolling in one of the poetry courses, which is very mythopoetic identity centric. And what I mean by that is we pass our pens to this like intuitive, deep, playful space that we don't allow ourselves to occupy that often. And then the next way that people can work with me or in this space is through one-on-one -on -one coaching. And that is owning your voice and honing your craft and taking this thing, this creative pursuit and passion to the next level. Mm. So I help people through words. Multiple ways too. And I, I love that you do poetry. I'm going to go there first because <laughs> although I've written eight books, I've currently been working on a book of poetry and I've- wow. Yeah. That's lovely. I want to know more. Like, how do you draw, uh, really help people to uh, allow themselves to pour into poetry? 
Yeah, that's a really great question. And the difficult and easy answer is that it's different for everyone. And so mm. one of the things that is really a pillar of my business and the way that I work is it's trauma-informed and built for highly sensitive people. And what that means is that the right answers that someone might try to come up with to appease the teacher inside of these courses don't really exist. There's an opportunity for a few different exercises and based on what that intuitive guidance system is pulling them towards, that's what they'll pick. Um, a different answer is often we'll drop in with a little meditation at the beginning and imagine ourselves maybe three years in the future and what that feels like, not what it looks like, not you know the dreams of the clothes or the body or whatever, but what it feels like to be in that person's presence. And we might start by writing from their perspective just to see what it feels like to write poetry with confidence as if we've already taken this class or this course or multiple of them, because that too will change our words, how we're posturing, how our nervous system is showing up in those spaces changes it. We do a lot of getting messy, like you're pulling every ingredient out of your fridge and out of the cabinets and you're making dinner and you're like, I don't know how it's gonna turn out. And sometimes it doesn't turn out and you just order takeout and it's fine. But other times you end up with this like amazing concoction that can't be recreated, that felt so good to make. You weren't there for the end product. You were there for the whole creative process. And that means your relationship with this thing is something totally different than if you were driven towards just the end goal the whole time. So and that... you answered that question in pure poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I see exactly what you're saying. I, I can feel your process. That is, I love that. And I also want to go back and touch on your first answer, which is how you um, work with highly sensitive people and your work is trauma informed. So I'm wondering, does that mean that you do breath work? Um, so Because yeah, I think I heard that in there. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, yeah, really, really intuitive, astute question. So my history in a previous career was doing massage therapy. And that training and that, you know, in touch with the nervous system, deep breathing, you know, understanding how to neutralize stressors and not numb out, but really allow them to be there until they settle. You know, it's kind of like, um, it's like when you're playing a piano piece and suddenly the piece gets really fast. Well, the thing to do at that point isn't to stop. You don't want to stop at this like really high space, which is a thing that we often do with our stress. You want to keep playing through the piece and get it back into this like rhythm that feels however it needs to feel for you in that moment to work through that emotional channel. So that is also a big guiding part of just how we're interacting with our words. We're not leaving our bodies behind. We're not 
leaving our intuitive guidance system or our nervous system just out to dry so that we can achieve a certain thing. We're helping ourselves release their memories of whatever we're working through too. We're bringing our entire selves into this process because that's when, when we're able to do that, whether it's with poetry or with anything in our lives, house cleaning, that's when the effects of that process can start trickling out into our relationships, into our dreams, into everything else that we're doing. We've got to learn how to bring our entire selves to the place. Yeah. So I'm hearing that ultimately the work you do is not so much to create writers, but to create more healing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely space inside of the one-on-one -on -one coaching to do that at the same time. You know, that is like where we do take writers and we kind of bring them to the next level if that's their dream. But if we're doing that work with writers, but we're leaving behind these other components of intuition and, you know, balance and nourishment and rest, then we're creating writers that have a one-hit wonder and then drop off and never write another book because it was such a stressful process and why would they want to? And that's not fun. Writing is supposed to be this like great big party that you just get to jump into. So that's what we're building. Yeah, I'm all for parties. I, and and yes, I agree. <laughs> Writing is like a total party for me. Like I told you before we went live that uh, I've written eight books and I'm working on number nine and number 10 at the same time. Yes. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, you make it fun. And you, you know, because these days you see this, write a book in 90 days. I'm like, but why? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, not that I haven't written a book in 90 days, but if the focus is more of a, mm, the way you describe it, like a process of, reconnection right deep reconnection introspection and healing like when you were saying staying in that piece of music until it reharmonizes with the rest right you know that is the way to write a book in 90 days you know and you don't even you're like oh you know i'm writing this book and you don't even realize oh i did it in 90 days different from gotta write this book in 90 days, you know? Right. So you're very flowy, very more uh, fem feminine energy I'm feeling. Is that accurate? Yeah, I, I would say so. And I'd also say too, that there are times when writing a book in 90 days and like hustling for that is absolutely great. But, you know, there's a lot of dominant coaching culture right now, which is so like, hustle, hustle, hustle for your worth, hustle for your success, hustle for your productivity, hustle for this, hustle for that. Pro athletes have entire seasons off y'all. Like yes. it's okay. And they work really hard during games and they get really good sleep and they've got really great body workers. And you know, like those pillars have to be there for us to perform at the level that we might want to perform at if we want to write a book in 90 days. So there's always this like, I, I definitely exist more in the yin, but that yang energy is important. But if it's not well balanced, then I would argue that 
primarily in our culture, we have a lot of yang energy and the people who bring the yin are like just kind of dragging us down a little bit. So I don't want us to get stuck in either place and inside of inside of the personal development world, whether it's cooking, whether it's writing, whether it's, you know, bettering yourself at a sport, there's a lot of mindset that's just like, you got to hustle, you got to do what's hard. And that's not always true. There's a way of like testing our nervous system against these barriers and seeing okay, is this uncomfortable? Is this an uncomfortable thing that I should move through? Or is this like a hard barrier? That it's like going in good, yummy pain. And then other times something hurt just doesn't want to be touched. Yeah, I love that you said that, you know, un- being uncomfortable is is a better perception than it being hard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I love that we met like this. You know, you weren't on my roster of people to interview today. And and I and I get to be sharing space with you all the same, you know. Um like the theme that I'm I have for this month is magnetizing effortlessly. And so I feel mm-hmm. like <laughs> That's pretty yeah. much what just happened. <laughs> yeah, that speaks to me for sure. Yeah. If you were, you know, and maybe this is not something you want to share on your podcast, but like the pinnacle thing that you'd like to magnetize for yourself this month. What is that? Mm, thank you for that question. I love it. It's the free to be show. So I share a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um the pinnacle thing that I want to magnetize this month um and maybe there's a couple you know it doesn't have to be like get it right just like mm -hmm. what's here I really would like to close out my book of poetry to be honest Mm -hmm. you know Um, there was a part of me that was really disappointed in me for not completing it because I wanted to uh, publish it before the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I let myself not be disappointed about that. I was like, Oh, Cordelia, like, it just that wasn't the time for it, you know. So um, as a possibility, that that time is now. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, it thank you for the question. Aligned with our conversation. At all. <laughs> yeah, see, you're doing your work now. Like you, <laughs> I'm, I'm your client in this moment. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Is there lovely anything? To... Yeah, lovely to meet you. Is there anything else you would like to put in in this beautiful space? I guess the one thing that's coming up uh, is this just aspect of like our mythopoetic identity and how we can really allow ourselves to drop into this place to like pass them the pen to let it be weird and wild and rootsy and dangerous. And then we can come back, you know, 
Like this process doesn't have to be a thing that you commit to for your entire Tuesday, but it can be a thing that you drop into for like 30 minutes in the morning and just see what happens and whether or not you find a coach or join a course, just like spending some time to be weird with your language is going to help your communication across all venues, in my opinion. So yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, for those of you who are viewing and listening, share this with another heart, share this with another soul, because sharing is loving. Until next time, be free. Thank you for listening to the Free to Be Show. Now take this time to go into the oceans of your mind and deeply reflect and introspect on your depth. What would it look like to create a sacred experience? What would it feel like to create a world where you had your ultimate joy, where you're completely aligned in your four minds? Are you ready for a sacred experience? Allow yourself the freedom to be replenished and free. Connect with me at CordeliaGuffard.com.